everybody, back to the JV Sports Room. As usual, your host, Jay Dino, the other half of the team behind the scenes, my man Vince. Yeah. Holding down the Kobe Corner and the starting center spot, my man Big J. Welcome yeah. back to the show, baby. Yeah, we back, baby. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Uh, my man Jay Money couldn't make it, but yeah. on his behalf, we're going to start off with these 49ers and how they somehow have made it into the NFC Championship. They're here, man. They're here in what, number six seed? Yeah. Going into the playoffs. Big win against Dallas two weeks ago. And now we're here. I mean, but as Jay Money would say, you got to remember, they only two <laughs> years removed from the Super Bowl. So, they are. look, they here for a reason. They beat they up are. on these Green Bay Packers this past week. How you feel about that? I mean, it, w- it was uh, not the most exciting game, I would say, uh, out, of the, out, of the, out of the bunch. But... Uh, they, they did what they had to do. Yeah. The defense controlled Green Bay's offense. Uh, I think we only got production from Devontae Adams and Aaron and Jones. Aaron Jones. I mean, I think, I think uh, Dylan got in for a touchdown, but outside of that, yeah, it was just two-man show. Yeah, I mean, it's 13 to 10. Aaron Rodgers needs more weapons, man. How many times are we going to shout this for this guy? This has been something that I know we've been talking about for a very long time, all the years, year after year, drafted, you know, different drafts, passing up on wide receivers by the likes of you know, and the one year, you know, Brandon Ayuk, they passed up on. And all these great young wide receivers. So many free agents, they find themselves yeah. not DK really. Metcalf. Yeah, yeah. DK Metcalf was a huge yeah, when they missed you know? that. But so many free agents, they they, they don't go after. No, like I, that's it's, not their fourth thing. Yeah, man. So, so yeah. once again, Green Bay goes down because they Aaron Rodgers doesn't have enough weapons mm-hmm. to these 49ers who – to be honest with you, man, it looked like it was the defense and the special teams that stole the show for those Niners. You called it, bro. Defense, special teams. Defense side, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. Yeah, it, it seemed somebody. like Nick Bosa and Aaron Ar- uh, and Armstead were laying yeah. on Rodgers half yeah. the game, they man. both had two sacks each. Yeah. And then you mentioned that as well, the special teams with the block field goal mm-hmm. early into going into the half. That was huge. Defensive yeah. touchdown, man. And That's then the humongous. Punt, the punt at the end of the game, that block punt. The, the Green Bay special teams, whoever the Green Bay special teams coach is, Matt LaFleur, you might really need to look into getting this guy out of here because yeah. you got, like we mentioned, the block field goal, the block punt for the touchdown, and the game-winning kick, yeah. that San Francisco kick. Green Bay only had 10 men on the field. So special teams coordinator can't allow that. That's, you might have to get out yeah, of here, man. That's tough, man. That, that, that cost him the game, man. It cost him the game. It, it really did, man. And now these Niners go on the road mm-hmm. to play division rival Rams. But before we get into that matchup, mm-hmm. let's talk about how these Rams yep. stole the game from Tom Brady and these Bucks. It was almost uh, getting kind of uh, scary there for a second. The Rams, you know, like we've seen in the past Super Bowl with, with, with Atlanta, the Rams were up, I think it was like 24 at one point. And then we started to see the goat Tom Brady do Tom Brady things. Uh, it was it was it was awesome. It was I was watching it, yep. and it seemed like the tale of more than two uh, two halves mm-hmm. because it was like a good two and a half half yep. uh, quarters that yep. that Brady and the Bucks couldn't get it going. But you know what? When they did, and they started clicking, mm-hmm. Brady's a scary man, yep. and he was he, he was starting to find everybody, you know, uh, especially that guy Mike Evans. Mike Evans, we talked you know, about him last week. Talked up, man. Yeah. He had a huge game. Um, you know, we we said he would get shut down by Jalen Ramsey, and th- that didn't happen. <laughs> he did, yeah. Um, For sure. But yeah, man, it, it was cool, man, to see 
you know, that game as it progressed and how the Rams controlled it for the first two and a half quarters. Yep. And then and then Brady was like, hey, hold on. I'm not going out without a fight. Right. But then but then who shows up at the end of the game? Mr. Mr. Consistent, Mr. Triple Crown. Triple Crown. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. I Two mean, huge catches at the end of the humongous. game to seal to seal the game. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I remember I text you guys. I'm like, how do you leave Cooper Cup single covered by safety at the end of the game? Like the game, I, I, insane. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, Tampa deserved to lose lose this game. Um, the boys came to play. Von Miller sack. Aaron Donald sack. Leonard Floyd sack. They got after Tom Brady. Whether it was sacks or quarterback pressure, we saw you know the the, the lipstick meme with Tom Brady. You got. Got a little jacked up, yeah, little yeah, blood on his yep. lip. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I mean, Tampa Bay deserved to lose. They went three for 14 on third down. That's unacceptable in the unacceptable. playoffs. That, that's a sign to this defense. This L.A. Rams defense it's is for real, man. legit. That, that, that defense is for real. And to be honest with you, it's, it's just as, as consistent nowadays and, and productive as their offense. Their offense was clicking on all cylinders. You know, yeah. we, we talked about how they got Cam Akers back and he got back involved. He, he was running the ball great. Yep. OBJ is a humongous piece Huge, bro. for them Huge. in these playoffs. Huge. He went, what, 6 for 60, something like that? Yeah, he'd be another solid game, mm-hmm. man. They have, they have pieces on both sides of the ball that yep. are really allowing them to look like they could be a favorite yep. in these Super Bowls. The Rams really want this, this uh, championship in SoFi to happen for real, yeah, right? Yeah, they saw Tampa Bay do it last year. They want to do it the they same jealous, year, right? So. so, I mean, hey, and, but but my question is, where do these bucks go from here, man? It's like, you know, so many things that could happen in the offseason yeah. between Brady, does he come back? Gronk, Gronk, do they get him back? AB's obviously out of there. He's out of there. A couple of those linemen were only there protecting Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. They could be gone. Godwin's a free agent. Godwin's a free agent. Like, yeah, where do these Bucks points. go from here? These are all great points. I was having a conversation with a big Bucks fan the other day, and uh, we were talking, you know, talking about this. And uh, it's 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 hard to say. Uh, me personally, do I think this is the last we've seen with Tom Brady? I think that. I think he's too much of a competitor to go out like this. Um, it's 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 going to be interesting where they do go. It, let's say Brady does leave. Let's say Gronk does you know, leave and join the military and finally get USAA. Um, <laughs> um, it, we could be looking at a mediocre team for, for, for a long time, like the Bucks of the past with the Jameis Winston years. It, it's, it's almost as if they, they'll have pretty much this retracted back about three years yep. to what they were, right? They were the Mike Evans show on offense mm-hmm. and, and, you know, a subpar defense. Um, look, I, I feel for these Bucks fans, man, they, they could see – they they could have seen the last of uh, a good a good little run, but they um, got a Super Bowl out of it. They did. So like the conversation I was having with my buddy is you got a Super Bowl out of it. So I guess it's all worth it at the end of the day. So and you it, got to see Tom Brady for a couple of years. So yeah. I mean, hey, you got memories, you know. It's it's still too early. I, I, I think the boys will be back. I, I think they'll be back maybe for one more run, but uh, it's gonna be interesting to see during the off season how this all transpires. But uh, agreed. Tough tough loss, man. Tough agreed. loss. Agreed. Well, switching over to the AFC side, though, mm-hmm. all right? Let's do it. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little shocked by uh, the way Tennessee lost to them Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, I mean, I know you weren't shocked about it oh, at sir. all because you've been sir. talking up these Bengals. But yep. I really thought the physicality, uh, the physical play of the Tennessee Titans would control this game. And, I mean, 
Tell us about this game, man. I know it was no surprise to you, Bengals fan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, uh, you know, my team's out of it. But, man, it's hard not to like these Bengals, yeah, man. Yeah, they're fun. These Bengals came to Cashville, Tennessee. They came to play. It wasn't the, the fireworks show that we expected. Um, but the boys came to play. Jamar Chase, over 100 yards receiving. T. Higgins, over uh, 96 yards receiving. Mind you, Jamar Chase makes NFL history being the youngest player to have consecutive games in the playoffs of over 100 yards receiving. So another record for this young phenom to break. But the thing about this game was, to me, was the play of Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. When you come out the gate and and the coin flip and, and, and you have the ball and your first possession, your first play of the game is an interception. Yeah. And then you follow that up with two more interceptions for a total of three, one being the game-clinching interception. Ryan Tannehill, you got to play better. Yeah, um, I mean, have Tennessee maybe seen the last of Ryan T- Tannehill? I mean, he was not, <laughs> never anything special. No, man. You know, and, and obviously he did nothing in Miami. He comes yeah. here and he, he has a great offensive weapon in A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. a fantastic run game. And, you know, people try to give him flowers a little too early. And, you know, he proved that he's, he's really not that guy. I mean. Yeah, he's not. I mean, he got, he got a running game this game. I mean, combined between Derrick Henry and Deontay Foreman, they both had about 60-some yards rushing. Derrick Henry had the touchdown. touchdown. Good mm-hmm. to see Derrick Henry back, by absolutely, the way. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, no, Ryan Tannehill is, is, I think he is what he is. He's, he's, he's a, you know, he's a good quarterback. And but he's think, not going to win you games. Yeah, in, I think Tennessee is going to find themselves in this situation very often as long as Tannehill is still their quarterback. Absolutely, so I agree. I think they may have to go shopping soon, whether Absolutely. it's in the draft or, or maybe uh, bringing a free agent to challenge him. So yeah, for um, sure, for I sure. don't know. But uh, them Tennessee Titans are out of there. Yep. And now the Cincinnati Bengals and boys, go man. on the road and boys. to Kansas City to play the Chiefs, who were in a thriller, an absolute thriller. Mm-hmm. With the Buffalo Bills. Man. 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 Could that game have been any more entertaining? Yeah. I mean, that, let's be real. That is two of the absolute most fun quarterbacks to watch in the NFL, right? Two, yep. Number one and number two right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you argue who you want one and two. But, man, the way Josh Allen played that game, I just have to throw Josh Allen out there first, man, because I hate to see somebody be play so well. Yeah. You know, mind you, in two combined games, he had nine total touchdowns, five against New England, four against K- um, KC. Someone that plays so well and have their run come to an end by a coin flip. It's tough, man. It's it, tough. It, it's a tough out, man. It's tough, man. And he played so, phenomenal, man. He, yeah, you know, absolutely. he brought him back. You know, at the end, the final drive. I mean, that's what you do as you leave the other team 13 seconds. Yeah, he did everything he had to do. Unless it's Patty Mahomes, right? It's Patrick Mahomes, man. Mr. 13 seconds. Yeah. Huge, man. I mean. What he's able to do with the ball in his hands is amazing. I don't think we, I mean, the, the angles he throws the ball, blindfolded, one arm tied behind his back. I mean, it's amazing what he's able to do. But the thing about Patty Mahomes that doesn't really get talked about a lot is what he's able to do on the ground, running the ball. Yeah. He, yeah. had, he had 60 yards rushing, yeah. and what he's able to do, getting the first downs and, and picking up 20, 10 yards when, when, when the team needs him. He runs like a 70-year-old grandpa, but he ends up getting the yards on the ground when the team needs it the most. He, he got, gets it done with his feet, man. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. 
Like this guy, I think you said 69 yards on the ground. And like a lot of it was just, it's just all about precision and timing. Like the guy is the absolute best at, at playing the, the line of scrimmage and, and the sidelines. Like, and, and defenders, every time they they, they think they're going to be able to come up on him and get to him, he, he's able to make a nice little dump pass. Like, it's so hard to play against him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Patty Mahomes, man. Making it to another, you know, AFC championship. Yeah, had that rushing touchdown You and how he was able to get in there. Man, man it was it was amazing. He, he looked like Superman on yeah. the sidelines, yeah. right? Running man. like a grandpa, though. <laughs> I, I just don't see. I don't understand how he does it, man. But I, It's just how smart he is, man. Yeah. Uh, how smart and how canny! Mm-hmm. Like the guy is nothing short of miraculous. He like it is, it is prime time football watching that guy play. What um, he did in those thirteen seconds was 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 amazing. Uh, but at the same time, that Buffalo defense, man. I mean, I'm watching the game and that final drive, number thirty nine. Uh, didn't get catch his name, but I mean, he's out there in the open. Got Travis Kelsey in front of him and just gives him so much space. And just wide open catch, no, no, con- no, no touching, and, and runs, and that's what sets up the f- field goal. It's terrible, it's terrible defense. Terrible, man. I hate Josh Allen to go out like that. But another player that played a great game, who I have to give his flowers. I think I know who it is. Is Sanford Zone Seminole High School alumni, University of Central Florida alumni, Gabriel Davis. Davis. Man, that I was, boy came to play. I was gonna, I was gonna mention him to you. Four touchdowns, over cool. two hundred yards, yep. right? Yep. And yep. and actually, this is a question that I, I was, I'm gonna ask you now: Is him and Stephen Diggs become a one A and one B in that in that offense because at wide I, receiver because that guy has stepped up in these playoffs. The only knock on Gabriel Davis right now is just the consistency. The consistency of play is not there. But when he's on, he's on. I mean, he's a high touchdown guy, big body receiver. He did it at UCF. He's doing it in the NFL. He just needs consistency. They don't play him as well. They bring in, uh, you know, Manuel Sanders. They have Cole Beasley. Um, you know, Isaiah McKenzie's involved as well. I think going into next year, for sure, I think Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis should be the number one, number two on that team. Absolutely. But no, I just had to throw, you know, shed some love on Gabriel Davis. Absolutely. But he had a phenomenal game. Casey stole the show, man, as usual. And like you mentioned, them young boys in Cincinnati, go to KC. Gonna be a fun one. It's gonna be a fun one. Gonna be a fun one. All right. Well, since we touched on all the games, that takes us straight to the who you got segment of the show. Who you got? Who do I got? I mean, I know who I got. You know who you got? I know who I got. Who do you got? <laughs> all right. So let's kick it off with the three o'clock game. Mm. Them Cincinnati Bengals yes, that sir. you are so high on. Yes, sir. Going to KC. Who you got? You've mentioned it. Cincinnati going to KC. Right now, Vegas got the line, minus KC minus seven. Sunday, three o'clock. They played recently. We saw that thriller. Um, those were week, se- week 17, I believe they played. Burrow went crazy, threw for 446, four Jamar touchdowns. Chase. Jamar Chase, 11 receptions, 266 yards, and three touchdowns. Man, the key to this one is KC has to get consi- consistent pressure. I mean, we saw this last week what Tennessee was able to do. They got to Joe Burrow nine times, stacked him nine times. That's the downfall to Cincinnati right now is that offensive line. Um, but when you have them boys, Jamal Chase, T. Higgins, you know, running the rock, you know, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, and you got those boys, you know, you can make some noise. 
But look for Frank Clark, Melvin Ingram, and Chris Jones to get after him. Um, who do I got? Who you got? That's the segment of the show. Who they? Who they? Who they say going to beat them bagels? The Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I got the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> smart, smart man. Smart got the man. Chiefs, man. I got hey, the look, Chiefs. Uh, who you got? I, I love what the Bengals have done. Um, they have been everything short of surprising this yeah. season. Um, shout out to them. Yeah. Um, but I think you said it. Patty Mahomes has these guys riled up, yep. ready to go. We haven't, I mean, we haven't seen anybody else in the AFC represent the Super Bowl besides these Chiefs yeah. for the last four seasons now. Right. Right. I don't see that changing. I don't either. Patty man. Mahomes knows how to get it done Absolutely, in the playoffs. Man. They, the, the ride was great. It was a beautiful ride how we got here with Fantastic. the young boys, Jamar Chase breaking records, Joe Burrow playing out of his mind. But the train comes to a halt, right? Yeah. Here. Yeah. I Casey's. think we both got these Kansas City Chiefs right, going straight for a back curve, to the man. Super Bowl. Do you feel a little curveball? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, but uh, Sunday, 6:30, in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium, Jay Money's, San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Coming to see them Los Angeles Rams. Who you got? I'm going to do my man Jay Money and my man Brian Kittle, because I know you out there watching. I'm going to do them a favor, because they keep telling me, as long as I keep betting against their 49ers, they keep winning. So I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams to win this game. I like it. No, seriously, though. I'm going with them on the strength of they are clicking on all cylinders. They, their offense is almost unstoppable at this point in time. Yep. That defense brings constant, constant pressure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Los Angeles Rams going to represent in the Super Bowl and so far. against the Kansas City Chiefs. I like it, brother. I, I, I do like it. Um, this is the rubber match. They're both NFC West rivals. They played twice this year. San Francisco has whooped up on the Rams twice. They beat them twice this year. Um, Los Angeles is uh, minus three and a half. It's at home. Jay Money, I got you back, brother. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. Very nice. To spoil the homecoming in SoFi. They beat them twice. They, they know something we don't know. They know something that Tampa didn't know. Um, they get it done on the ground. Garoppolo does enough. Um, the defense gets after Stafford. Stafford makes mistakes. I got them 49ers. 49ers, Chiefs, Super Bowl. Rematch. Rematch. Of two years ago. Two years ago. We all knew it. We all remembered it. Two years. Rematch. Chiefs, 49ers. Jay Money, who you got? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as usual, we're going to cross over into the NBA um, over in the Kobe Corner. Kobe Corner certified. My man, Big J. Appreciate you sliding over, man. Yes, um, but it's game time. So we, uh, we're going to go small in the lineup. We're going to bring in the guard, um, Central Florida's own, uh, Lake Mineola and South Lake alumni committed to Southeastern University. I'd like to bring to the show my man, Isaiah. What's up, bro? Appreciate uh, you joining the show. Well, man. Appreciate y'all for having me, man. Uh, First off, uh, yeah, a little bit about me. You know, I play point guard, shooting guard sometimes. You know, went to Lake Neola first two years, freshman, sophomore. 
ended up transferring over to South Lake, had a great two seasons over there, you know, won some playoff games, you know, hit some game winners in the district playoffs. Nice. And then, you know, ultimately I made the decision to go to Southeastern, just, you know, the school, you know, I'm really big on academics. That was a big thing for me. And then, you know, just some of my friends committed there as well. So it was just the perfect place for me. Nice. Nice. All right. Perfect, man. Hey, I, I appreciate you joining the show, man. You got any specific players or teams that, that you've committed to that, that you find yourself watching or liking? Uh, yeah. So growing up, I was a real big LeBron fan. Never had a specific team. Just stuck with LeBron, you know, Miami, Cleveland, now L.A. But, you know, ever since, you know, Memphis drafted job, I've been real big on John Morant. I love his story. I'm really high on him. So right now, Memphis is the team that I'm with. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it's not a not a bad team. Hey, but this has become the John Morant show now, man. We love John Morant. Yeah, yeah bro. We, we, we surely do, man. All right, but another team that you just found yourself joining is this JV Sports team. Can we get a hat for this guy, man? Appreciate you joining the team, brother. Appreciate you, man. Love the merch. And before we dive deep into NBA, man, what like what's the most points you scored in uh, in, in the game? Uh, in high school, I had yeah, I think the most I had was about thirty. Okay. Nice. Uh, average about fifteen. Now you you say you're a point guard. Are you a, a playmaker. You are a score first. Like what? what, what? Uh, I like, model your game. I like to think of myself as a playmaker, but okay. if you need me to go score the basketball, I can go score the basketball. I like it. So whatever I you like need, it. I can do it. I like I've had the opportunity of uh, uh, watching Isaiah in a few of his games. I, I've known this guy a long time, man. He he can get a bucket when you need him to, but he he, like he likes to start the game off nice and cool mm-hmm. and and get his team involved. Um, but yeah, he, he can go get you a bucket for sure. Cool. Um, kind of like that guy, Ja Morant, man. You, you find yourself modeling yourself after Ja a little bit in the uh, game? Yeah, but I don't have the athleticism that he does. But <laughs> I don't think but, anybody does. But yeah, he's just so crafty with it. You know, has to get a guy, you know, use that, knows how to use his body and stuff. You know, get a guy behind him and mm-hmm. just, you know. And that jumper's coming along a little bit too. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot more consistent. Once that jumper starts flowing, it's a wrap. Yeah, he's making a name for himself in the NBA. Uh, Memphis is actually... Third in the West right now. That's yeah. that's huge, man. Um, these Memphis Grizzlies uh, looking like a contender to you? Um, contender? Uh, I think they could push, you know, second round of the playoffs. But mm-hmm. once you get past that, I think they slow down a little bit. Still too young. But mm-hmm. in about two, three years, I think they got it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Josh, I mean, Josh's been here before, man. Coming from Murray State, you know, not a well-known college, you know, Taking them, that, that young team, deep into the, you know, into the March Madness in the Final Four and stuff like that, you know, taking this young Grizzlies team now on his back mm-hmm. and putting them in position to be in the conversation for, you know, in the, like you said, in the playoff run, maybe you win a first uh, round matchup. But, yo, Jai's. Yeah, man, I think we, we, we saw it coming last year when he, he pushed them to get into to the playoffs, right, in that yeah. play-in. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's coming a long way, man. He, Let's but, get John the dunk contest. That's what we need. Oh, yeah. what we get need John the dunk contest. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but these Memphis Grizzlies, third in the West, man. How's yeah. this West starting to shape out for you? You know, you think they, they right about where they should be? Uh, yeah, I think they're right where they should be. I mean, you know, obviously you got other teams struggling right now with injuries. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I'm real high on the Grizzlies. I think they, I think they pushed the second seed. I think Golden State starting to slow down with Draymond injury and stuff. So yeah, but what about the first seed? Phoenix starting to pull away, huh? Phoenix, I don't think they're slowing down at all. At I think all. they run away with that. So mm-hmm. you mentioned Golden State, man. Yeah, they got the Draymond Green injury, but we've seen Klay Thompson back in the fold now. The reemergence of the Splash Brothers. The reemergence of the Splash Brothers. They, they, yeah. they, they starting to look good again. You got, you got the noise of uh, James Wiseman on the verge of coming back. Mm-hmm. But another young man who was a very high-touted prospect coming out of the draft class this year, Jonathan Kaminga, yeah. 
He's been hooping lately. Yeah. You've yeah. seen the athleticism with him. So he, he led the team to score the other night. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, hey, yeah, they they struggling right now. But, hey, Golden State's still going to be in that conversation. Yep. Sure. Yeah, you got to love it, man. Uh, any other any other teams that outside that top three, Utah, Dallas, Denver, that you feel like could, you know, be, be scary towards the second half of the season? I mean, I think a lot of people are doubting them, but I got the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're getting back to full strength. Mm-hmm. AD came back last night against Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know, just having his presence on the floor defensively helps him a lot, and they've really struggled in that department. So I think they push, you know, I think they get to that four seed. I think so. Utah, I see why not, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the teams that I just named, they, they, they're not really like, you know, top tier teams. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely think the Lakers, why, why not? I mean, LeBron's playing his best basketball oh, right yeah. now, you know, that he's played in a long time. Hopefully, AD's been listening to the noise, man. Oh, yeah. uh, Charles Barkley and, and Shaq on, on, on TV tell them, yo, step up. And, and it seems like they're step starting up. to get a lot of their shooters involved, too. Yeah. Malik Monk's been having a lot oh, of big games. Great, they got to get him more great. minutes. Mm-hmm. Austin Reed's stepping up as a rookie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get Kendrick Nunn back in about a week or two. So. Agreed. Agreed. Now, do you think they need to make any moves? A lot of rumors with Russell Westbrook and, you know, any noise. Uh, the most recent noise I saw was the uh, – Taylor Horton Tucker and Kendrick Nunn and a first round pick for uh, Jeremy Grant. Mm, that's big. Nice. Yeah, Jeremy that's Grant big. should be coming back. That's a good wing defender that we really need. We're, you know, Ariza's old, can't really move like that. Yeah, LeBron, right, right. LeBron's not, you know, young anymore, but he can still defend at a high level. But like getting him would, you know, I think that'd be the perfect piece. I mean, he, he doesn't demand the ball, but he, nope. he can get you a bucket as well. Yep. Um, yeah, he can he can defend multiple positions. I think he could probably defend three or four positions yeah. if you ask me. And he could run the floor with you. So exactly. And it gives you put him alongside A D and LeBron. Oh, I don't yeah. see why not. That's a great yeah. move for them. And it gives Detroit, you know, some pieces, young movable pieces. Yeah. And, and I'm everybody's a fan of Horton Tucker, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. He's somebody else's star, though. He's not the Lakers' star because yeah, he, unfortunately. He, he needs to – I think he needs to be giving the keys to somebody else's whip right about now because yeah. he's not going to get it over here in L.A. for a while. Detroit would be a nice spot for him. You know? mm-hmm. you I know, think so, young. right alongside Kate. Kate. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Killian Hayes. Mm-hmm. So, we got a nice young team over there. They're young. They're young. Talking about Detroit and the Eastern Conference, let's switch over to the Eastern Conference. I mean – we're not going to talk about Detroit too much because, you know, they're all the way at the bottom. But at the top of the Eastern Conference, Miami now, you know, with, with Chicago, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee as the top four. But, I mean, how you feel about these Miami Heat all of a sudden making a push? Jimmy Butler's playing some good basketball, isn't he? Yeah, man. Uh, Miami's been looking real nice this year, and they haven't even played healthy at all. I mean, what, I think Bam, Jimmy, and Kyle Lowry played 14 games together this year. Wow. Wow. And, uh yeah, I, I really at the start of the year I thought it was gonna be LA and Miami rematch. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see it. Um and you know, we've talked about how Kyle Lowry has been a humongous difference maker on yep. his team. And you know, come playoff time, that that's that's huge. That'd be huge. Another name, Victor Oladipo, should be, you know, yeah, they said right before All Star Break, should be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard he's uh he's been making trips, starting to practice mm-hmm. with them. Yep. So uh yeah, man, that that, that could be interesting. But uh so Miami's at the top of the east at this point in time. Chicago, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Philly, any of these other teams you could see in the Eastern Conference Finals for sure? Chicago, for sure. They just, Chicago yeah. in the Eastern Conference Finals. Chicago at, right after Miami for me in the East. I mean, maybe right now even above Miami. I mm-hmm. mean, it hurts with Lonzo and Crusoe going down. But when they get back, they're scary, man. I they mean, are. They're handsy on defense, get a lot of deflections. And offensively, you, you can't stop them. You got That's Levine true. putting up 25. You got DeRozan putting up 25. Lonzo is going to be Lonzo. And then you got Vooch also, you know, having a double-double, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. But but their interior defense doesn't scare you in the playoffs? Not against a team like Brooklyn. A team like Brooklyn, it doesn't scare me. But when it gets, you know, 
Milwaukee and, you know, the Sixers, that starts to get a little scary because you got Embiid, you got Giannis. But outside of those two teams right there, I don't, I don't see anybody threatening them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I like Chicago. I like Chicago. Um, got some nice young emerging teams in Cleveland and Charlotte. Um, you see any of these guys uh, make maybe making a little push come playoff time? Charlotte for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know they're getting into the trade talks. You know, trying to get Christian Wood. That that's the final piece that they yeah, need right there. That's what we've been saying for a while. Give him a big final big. piece they need. And I think Ooh, Christian Mason Wood. Plumley. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's a good in pick and roll Lamelo, but you need a guy who can stretch the floor sure. with that kind of you know star. So right. I think I agree. I think Charlotte pushes him. I, I, I think Mike Mike Jordan. Go get Christian Wood. <laughs> Yo, for real. Like, I think that could be the final piece that they need to yeah. really contend. I agree. Yeah. Um, but you you mentioned earlier uh, Joel Embiid, man. Um, he, he's starting to pop up a lot more in people's MVP conversations. Mm-hmm. Let, let's touch on this MVP conversation a little more, man, because a couple episodes back, we chopped it up, and it was all about KD and Steph. And, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's a lot more – there's a lot more players coming to play nowadays, man. Who you like in your MVP conversation? Uh, I got Ja up there at number one. I mean, third in the West, 25 a game, six rebounds, seven assists, shooting efficient from the field, you know, 48 from the field, 77 from the free throw line. And after that, I got LeBron, man. I know he's, you know, 24 and 24, eight seed in the West, but I mean, hey, Steph Curry was eight seed last year and everybody's talking about him. So. It's true. It's true. But I mean, Steph Curry, I mean, he, he seemed to have, you know, declined a little bit in the yeah. last few games it, you know he hit a little bit of a wall but i mean he's still high in the mvp conversation you yes. have to think right yeah, he's still up there for me mm-hmm. and, and, and and like shaq said the baddest man in the league right now joel and b man gotta throw him in the conversation his last four games i mean he's scoring 42 38 40 and 50 points 50 and 27 minutes all shooting all, above 50 percent field goal percentage mm-hmm. I mean, Joel Embiid has pretty much got the Sixers on his back right now. Yeah, yeah. and they're single-handedly has him sixth in the East, which is very respectable, yeah, absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yeah. Look for them to make some moves, man. And like you said, if they end up playing somebody like a Brooklyn or a Chicago in Chicago, the first round, really if he ends up problems. being, he could be that X factor, man. That, problem. You know, that could be a huge problem. Yes, sir. For sure, for sure. Um, but but yeah, man, you mentioned LeBron, and he does not get enough respect, enough love, man. This guy is thirty-seven years old. Leading the league in 30-point games, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, second in the league in scoring. I mean, yeah, they're, they're at 500 and they're eighth in the West. But, I mean, he's doing it with a, a lot of injuries, especially yep. AD. So, I mean, you got to give LeBron some type of love, man. It's yeah. Like, you know, everybody talks about, you know, KD. He's playing great. You know, he's hurt right now. But, you know, and Giannis, he's always in the conversation. You know, they talk about Jokic. But... How does this 37-year-old not get love, man? Jeez, he's playing great, man. We, we got to talk about LeBron a little more sometimes, man. That's the GOAT right there. I mean, um, he, he yeah. I mean, is he your GOAT? He's my GOAT. He's your GOAT. Hands down. It's the young man's GOAT. Man. man. I respect him, man. You in the Kobe corner. You Kobe certified. You got to talk Kobe in that second. corner. I got Kobe second. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's by the demographic and the era that you grew up in. I mean, we, we grew up in the Jordan, Kobe era, and now these the young guys in the LeBron era. I mean. Then at the end of the day, he's numbers don't lie, right? Yeah, I mean, don't lie. at this point in time, third in in all time scoring. Um, mm-hmm. He he's gonna pass Carl Malone this, this season. Yeah, he's gonna do it. No he, doubt. So he'll be second. Uh, I mean, accolades on top of accolades on top of championships. I mean, 
I, I'm not going to sit here and argue with him, uh, with you, right. and, and say he's not in the conversation. Yeah. There is an argument. There, there is an argument. Sure. Yeah, Michael argument, Jordan yeah. is, is, the, is the greatest of all time. Yeah. But and yeah, exactly. It's a young, you know, the young mind, and I, I respect it. Like you said, I'm not going to argue either. But yeah, I mean, shoot, I'm sitting here trying to argue for the man to be the MVP in his 19th no. season. So I'm not yeah. going to sit here and argue with you. What yeah. he's able to do right now at his age with with the team is is. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, right, I mean so unbelievable, but believable at the same time. KD back, do you still think the Lakers and Miami in the championship? Uh, I'm going to switch up. I'm going to keep LA in there, and I got Chicago. I'm going to go oh. LA and Chicago. Nice. Hey. Nice. Hey, Chicago Dog and Company would like to hear that one right there, man. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey, man, but DeMar is playing out of it. I mean, big shot DeMar, man. Every yeah. game, game is, winner. Is he in the MVP he, conversation? He doesn't get talked about enough for the MVP conversation. He does, exactly. He gets slept on a lot. Exactly. I think he's in there, for sure. Exactly. I mean, number two in the East, you know. And again, leading that team, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they've been battling injuries and COVID and Alex Caruso is out, I think, six to eight six weeks. Six to eight weeks. Lonzo is out four to six yeah. with the meniscus tear. So. Yeah. So, I mean, he's DeMar's going to have to step up even more, yeah. you know, to, to keep, you know, Chicago up there. But, um, man, yeah, shouts to, uh, shouts to DeMar DeRozan, you know, getting it done, going back to the East and getting it done. Um, he's got to be in the All-Star game, right? Um, yeah. Hey, tell, tell me. I mean, we, we chopped up the All-Star conversation, but votes have come in, and I think, LeBron is leading the league in all-star votes at this point in time. Yeah. I mean, who you got in your front court and your back court on, on, on each side? Is is Ja one of your starters for sure? Yeah, yeah. I've already got my votes in. Uh, back court in the West, I got Steph. I got Ja. Front court, I got LeBron. Jokic, and I got Cat in there, man. Cat has been super slept on this year. And they're, you know, they're seventh seed in the West, too, so don't mm-hmm. sleep on them. And then over in the East, I got DeRozan. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Trey Young, James Harden. Jason Tatum and Embiid. Well, KD's injury right now is just throws him out for me. So. Yeah, he's already come out saying he's going to skip out on an All Star game anyway. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean that's respectable. That's respectable for sure. Um, James Harden's been playing a lot better since he's been out. So I mean yeah. he he's uh he's definitely in that conversation. Um, I like your picks, man. Um, you know uh, we had Javi on the show a couple weeks back, and he he talked up Chris Paul, and I'm not going to leave Chris Paul out of this uh, this All Star MVP segment because mm-hmm. he needs to be mentioned because the Phoenix Suns are at the top of the West. My man is leading the league in assists and and he's just been their most com- consistent piece this year, man. Shouts out to Chris Paul, not leaving you out, homie. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, any other young all-stars you need to see in that game? Uh LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's I'm everything sure. you want to see in an all-star game. You know, the flashiness, you know, the cool passes, the lobs. Half court shots. That's what about his home. homie uh, Miles Bridges? You think he makes it, man? Yeah, I also think he gets most improved player of the year. Mm, nice, nice. Mm. Over Cole Anthony. Yeah. Over John okay. Moran. I think Jaws is playing so great. He's in that MVP, MVP conversation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's a trick okay. question. That's good. Yeah. All right. I like it, man. All right, gentlemen. Well, that's all the time we got for today, my man Isaiah. I appreciate you joining the show, man. Good luck to you at Southeastern University. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. Great job. And Big J, appreciate you holding down that Kobe corner. Yo, man, shout out to the Mamba, man. We just passed the anniversary of the Mamba's death, man. So, Kobe, it's for you, brother. It's true. And as usual, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you like and subscribe us on YouTube. Check us out at sportjv.com. Check out the, you know, winter section. You know, game time. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at sportjv1. And speaking of Kobe, um, I'm going to give you guys a quote from my man, Tom Brady, you know, that he he said, you never know what's going to happen in the future. He was talking in regards to Kobe Bryant.
He says, we think we're going to live forever. We're not. We think we're going to play forever. We're not. What we can do is we can enjoy the moments we have. Thank you guys for watching. Yeah.